Yesterday we reflected on the parable of the dishonest steward from the perspective of prudence, as it lends itself to that, but it also has a reference to money, to possessions. So as we read today the verses that come as a reflection on that parable, why don't we go to that aspect of the meditation, how to use money in a wise way, in a prudent way. Jesus says, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth. Now, what is dishonest wealth in this case? It's a difficult expression. It, it's literally mammon of injustice. Is making of money an idol? That's what mammon is. It's a pagan divinity. And that basically was the, the, the god of riches or wealth. And so when you adore wealth, when you put your reliance on money and possessions, that, uh, that's dishonesty. That's how the Lord describes it. It's, a, it's dishonest wealth because you're not using wealth as uh, something that has been entrusted to you by the owner, that is God. You're a steward, but suddenly you, you're worshipping money as the God of your life. Or you're considering yourself the final owner instead of God. You're using that money for your own benefit. And you no longer render an account to God. So that's what dishonest wealth would mean. And then he says when it fails, don't you know, make friends with it. So use it well. Don't use it dishonestly. Serve God through your money and be generous with it and serve others with it, make friends with it, so that when it fails you, just like the job of the dishonest well, dishonest steward failed, you will find people who would welcome you in the kingdom of God. You will have friends that will welcome you into eternal dwellings. And then he speaks about this being trustworthy in very small matters. The, the attention shifts from prudence or shrewdness to trustworthiness. But in this case, being trustworthy in very small matters means primarily that you're using material possessions in a wise way. That is, you're not worshipping your possessions. If you are using your money in such a way that you're making friends, that you're using it with faith, you're serving God with it, you don't lose your head because you're making now a lot of money or you're getting ahead. Um, or you look before people like you're you're really important now that you're making all this having all this income then you're being tr you're trustworthy you see in the eyes of Jesus managing funds even if it's you know hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever currency you have um, that's small matters to him what really matters in the eyes of Jesus is handling souls being responsible for the salvation of other people being entrusted with you know, the education or care of some, someone else or the care of the elderly or a child, um, being entrusted with holy things, even with your own soul. So the Lord says, if you, look, if you cannot manage matter, if you cannot manage you know, a bank account as a steward and you, you, you worship it, how can you handle souls? How can you handle spiritual things? You're not ready for that cannot entrust you with the goods of the kingdom. That's true wealth, and you need to show me in the way you manage your own possessions in this earth that you can handle those great things. The final, um, the final verses here, uh, where the Lord says to the Pharisees, you justify yourselves in the sight of others, but God knows your hearts, for what is of human esteem is an abomination in the sight of God, reminds us that 
money is not only a temptation because you know things shine and, and they're glittery, right, and they attract our sight. Money is also a temptation because it brings social prestige. It brings the esteem of other people. If you show up with this great car or clothes or you are the one who owns this kind of house, people kind of respect you or look at you after you because of that. And that's what the Pharisees were into. They were friends of money because they loved that sort of human esteem that comes with money. So are you free from that as well? Not just from the, the, the lure of possessions, but also the lure of attracting human esteem in that way. Ultimately, these are the questions, I think. Where are you placing your trust? Even if you, ha if you have many possessions, if you can grow th those possessions, where are you placing your trust? Are you trusting them more than God? How do you relate to those things you own? Are you still the steward, the steward and the one who owns them, or are you owned by them? And also, what does it mean for you to use your money and your gifts to make friends? How can you make friends or serve the kingdom through what you own?